1: Welcome to another mini podcast of Away with Words. I'm Martha Barnett. My co host Grant Barrett is off at the zoo. He said something about going over there to look for part time work teaching English as a second language to parrots. Anyway, speaking of learning to talk, you know, I'm always curious about the stories of how a person falls in love with language, and I wanted to share with you one of mine. My story goes all the way back to the foothills of western North Carolina. My dad, Henley Barnett, was born there in a one-room log cabin at the foot of Sugarloaf Mountain. My father's people were hillbillies, and each year my parents would take me from our home in Louisville, Kentucky, to pay him a visit. So every summer, I'd hear all these relatives of mine using words and phrases I'd never heard before. they say things like, I reckon, and over yonder, and... He was a-goin' to church. They'd use the word fetch instead of get. And for the past tense of fetch, they'd say fotched, as in, he fotched me the rifle gun. And from the time I was very small, I'd hear my Aunt Mazo, that's M-A-Z-O, Aunt Mazo, say things like, Moth Ann, you want me to fry you up some liver mush? And, no, you don't want to drink that milk. It's Blinky. Blinky, I wondered. The milk is blinky? Why did Aunt Mazo say it was blinky? Well, it turns out that in that part of the country, milk that's blinky is milk that's gone sour. It's an idea that may derive from the folk tradition that sour milk is the result of witchcraft, specifically the evil eye. And of course, then there's the fact that if you're unlucky enough to sip sour milk, you're going to wince and blink a lot. So imagine what it was like for me, this little budding word nerd, to be immersed each summer in this whole new way of speaking, to hear my own relatives speaking a kind of English, but not the one that I knew. I'm reminded of all this whenever I browse through one of my all-time favorite reference books, It's the Dictionary of Smoky Mountain English, edited by Michael B. Montgomery and Joseph S. Hall. Now, this is a scholarly work, but it's very accessible, and it gives you a whiff of the poetry that is Southern Appalachian English. Now, notice I said Southern Appalachian, which is the way you pronounce it in that part of the country. If you flip through this magnificent volume, you'll find a whole passel, that's another word my dad used to use, a whole passel of delicious expressions like blue snow, brag dog, and chatterack. You'll discover that a cackleberry is simply an egg. You gotta love that, going out to the hen house to gather cackleberries. And you'll learn that a clodbuster is simply a heavy rain, also known, of course, as a frog strangler or a gully washer. And get this, I was thrilled recently to find out that you can read excerpts of the Dictionary of Smoky Mountain English online at Michael Montgomery's website. And here's the best part, you can also hear audio of native speakers of Southern Appalachian English recorded by a researcher back in 1939. Now this is a real linguistic treat. There are recordings and transcripts to go with them. And it's been so long since I spent a summer in North Carolina I have to tell you, I got chills listening to it just now. It's like when you catch the scent of something and it instantly whisks you all the way back to childhood. If you'd like to hear some of these gorgeous recordings and read the transcripts, you'll find a link at our website. It's waywardradio.org. That's wayward as in way with words. Waywardradio.org. And while you're online, why not write to us? Our address is words at waywardradio.org. Or you can always call us with your questions about language. The number is 1 877 929 9673. Thanks for listening, y'all. I'm Martha Barnett. Support for Away with Words comes from ThinkMap, maker of the Visual Thesaurus, an interactive dictionary and thesaurus. The Visual Thesaurus brings language to life. Learn more at visualthesaurus.com.